Good evening, good evening. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I was so glad when he said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Truly the Lord is good, and he is worthy of all of our praise. Um, the Bible tells us that we ought to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. We ought to be thankful unto him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. And his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. I, you know, I, I'm just grateful for another evening. Grateful for uh, God allowing us um, another opportunity to stand before his people. Um, whether it's via YouTube or even uh, over the airways on Spotify or wherever uh, you are listening to this. I'm just grateful that God has allowed us another chance to just share with um, you his word let's pray father we thank you we give you the glory we give you all the honor father we understand and we realize that it is with you that we live and we move and that we have our being god we thank you for another evening thank you for another bible study thank you god for just giving us life health and strength now god i pray that you allow me to decrease and that your spirit will increase father i pray that for every person that is listening to this uh, Bible study on tonight, that you would just bless them to anoint their ears as they hear the word, anoint their hearts as they receive the words. And God bless their minds and spirits, oh God, as they walk out what the word of God says on tonight. We pray now, God, that you bless every family, bless every home. Oh God, move by your power, move by your spirit. Touch, heal, deliver, set the captives free. Mm, God, loose and break every chain destroy every yoke god do it for us we need you god we need you we need you we're standing here we're sitting here wherever one may be god we're just petitioning you on tonight that you will just god, move in our lives you know every need you know every problem you know every circumstance god we put it all in your hands no matter how great no matter how small we do understand and realize that you are the master of it all. So God, please hear our cry on tonight. Bless us and we shall be blessed. Keep us and we shall be kept. In Jesus' name we pray and for your glory. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Greater Shiloh Church. Amen. We are one church in many different locations and we do honor our senior pastor, Philip Davis. Amen. Who is at our headquarters in uh, uh, our head um campus sorry excuse me in eastern pennsylvania and uh, his lovely wife our co-pastor christina davis we thank god for them and we are just uh, one of the branches amen uh, as i said of one church in many different locations we're here at 2921 south orlando drive in the beautiful city of sanford florida amen and we are here uh, with open arms and with a loving heart and if you are in the area, please come on by, stop on by, spread the word, amen, share this, spread the word, let someone know that there is a church for them that loves beyond barriers. We are here for another Bible study. Um, we're going to um, talk, uh, actually it's going to be a continuation uh, from this past Sunday. If you are on Spotify or believe maybe YouTube, um, you can hear the word of the lord that was delivered on this past sunday and i was praying and um you know asking god what did you want to 
um, say to the people on tonight. And we just wanted to pick right back up. He said pick right back up off of um, where we left off on Sunday. And that's coming from Matthew, the 18th chapter and the 21st verse. Matthew 18 and 21. Amen. Um, Matthew 18 and 21. It says, Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Mm, wow. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Listen to this. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had been sold to repay the debt. Wow, all that he had would have to be sold to repay the debt. 26 verse says, at this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me. Listen to that. Be patient with me. He begged, and I will repay. I will pay back everything. Wow. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and begged, I'm sorry, and began to choke him. And he says, pay back what you owe me, he demanded. Wow. 49 verse says, his fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, be patient with me. Here we go again. <laughs> be patient with me and I will repay it back. Don't that sound familiar, sir? 30 verse says, but he refused. Wow, tables have turned. Wow. He refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. Wow. Wow. 31. When the other servants saw what had happened, people are watching you. Mm -hmm. When they saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. 33 says, shouldn't you have had mercy? Check this out. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? 34 says, in anger, his master handed him over to the jealous. What happened? He handed him over to the jealous to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. Mm -mm -mm. 35, last verse, it says, This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. From your heart. We're going to stay right there. Leave that right there. This is how my heavenly Father will treat you unless you forgive your brother, you forgive your sister from your heart. So we, we're, talking, we're talking about I forgive you. We're in the series this month uh, on um, our theme of this month is loving me, loving me. Where you at in your, your home, say loving me. There you go. 
loving me. We are in a season where God is speaking here to his people about loving yourself. Loving yourself. No matter what you've done, no matter where you are in life, God wants you to know that better can be yours if you want. Better can be yours. Better is yours. Better is there for you. But the question is, what are you going to do to get it? Now, on that journey to getting better and to being better, we are going to come across some things in life, some people in life. We're going to come across some issues in life that are going to have you coming to a point where you have to make a decision. Some people are going to hurt you. Some people are going to try and do harm to you. But you've got to find it in yourself to say, I'm going to forgive or I'm going to hold. So tonight, that's what we want to talk about. First Sunday we talked about the masterpiece. Next Sunday we talked about um, um, I'm still here. This past Sunday we talked about I forgive you. Forgiveness is something. Forgiveness is something. Brother, sister, mother, father, husband, wife, son, daughter, friend, um, your neighbor, your colleague. Our relationships contain many people with the potential to hurt us. If they're in your circle, if you let them in, you're also letting in a possibility of someone hurting you. Very often in small, ongoing ways, they can do that. Sometimes in trying to be good people, we brush uh, these hurts aside thinking, I am not a vindictive or overly sensitive person. These things shouldn't bother me. But they do. They do. They do because our egos are like magnets and resentments are attracted to them. What is the impact of holding on to these resentments? Mm. Do we hold back in our lives? Mm. Do we argue with people? These are results of holding on to resentments. Do we gossip? What does the Bible teach us? What does the Bible say? Jesus taught the art of forgiveness. Jesus taught it in word and he taught it in deed. If you want to see someone, or see how uh, uh, someone can be hurt, someone can be talked about, somebody can be ridiculed, somebody can suffer, mm -hmm, and yet forgive people, listen or follow Jesus. He is the master and teacher of how to forgive. Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? What did Jesus say? Jesus said, I tell you, not seven times, uh, but 77 times. Matthew 18 and 21. Does this mean we are to forgive 539 times exactly? <clears throat> yes, and more. The writings of Emmanuel Swinburne explores the depth, listen to this, in the biblical message and say that by this, Matthew 18 and 21, he meant that they were to forgive as often as he sinned. 
Their forgiveness was to know no limits. No limits to forgiveness. That is, was to be eternal and timeless, which is holy. There is or there are no limits to forgiveness. Some people's level of forgiveness may be higher than another because of, I guess, you know, who the individual are. But we can't knock somebody else because our forgiveness is on one level and someone else is. But we are always trying to hone our craft. We're always trying to uh, strengthen our spirits where we can forgive. Forgiveness is, is, is not an easy task. It's not an easy task to do. When someone wrongs you, it is not easy, as I forestated, but it is possible. Somebody say, it is possible. Yeah, but it is a process. Somebody say, it's a process. So my first point I wanted to talk tonight about is uh, patience with the process. Patience with the process. Mm-hmm. The Lord promises that forgiveness is possible. Even when hurt seems too great to repair, God tells us, I will remove from them their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. That's found in Ezekiel uh, 11 and 19. We experience a heart of stone when we are too angry, when we are too selfish, or too frozen by the pain others have caused us. A heart of flesh, while it may be vulnerable, it is compassionate. A heart of flesh sees that while we are feeling pain, the other person may also be hurting for that pain they caused us. Have we ever thought about that? Have you ever thought that the person that did you wrong is hurting as well. Do you ever look? Have you ever wronged anybody? And you all, and maybe you felt in yourself, "Wow, I should not have said that. <laughs> I really should not have done that. How can I fix this? How how can I make this right? How can I make this good? How can I do it? You know. Now you, on the other hand, is mad and angry because you've been wronged. But the person that did the wrong is grieving just as much as you are because they love you. They love you. That's your brother, that's your sister, that's your husband, that's your wife. But sometimes they don't know how to fix the problem. Sometimes they don't know how to go and make things right. They don't know how to go and fix it and how to say, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, our pride gets in the way. and Yes, our flesh gets in the way, but our heart is still there. Our heart is still right. That's why God says he judges your heart because your heart is saying, oh, my God, I did that person wrong. Oh, my God, how in the world could I allow myself to do that again? How in the world did I allow myself to slip? How in the world did I allow myself to get trapped or to get caught up in those things? How did I do that? I didn't really mean to do that. I know uh, I know that that, that, that that did that person wrong. I know that that hurt that person. I know those words seem like mm, it came from my heart but it really didn't come from my heart it came from my anger it came from my hurt they say hurt people hurt people and some people in our lives they don't mean to do us wrong they don't mean to say wrong things but they're just trying to voice their hurt Mm. 
Hallelujah. They're trying to hurt. But on the inside of them, thank you, Holy Spirit, on the inside of them, they're crying. They're grieving. Their spirit is grieved because they really want to make it better. They really want to do better. They really do. Hallelujah. But that old evil Satan mm, is always there pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and some of us allow him to keep pushing us to the point of no return and then when we fall over that cliff and we fall into that 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 sea of hate or that sea of running your mouth too much instead of the bible says study to be quiet hallelujah so instead of shutting your mouth you open your mouth and you allow your hurt to speak you allow the past to speak you allow the enemy to speak you don't allow your heart to speak and you don't allow the things of God to speak but you allow the enemy to speak and we've got to stop allowing the enemy to speak for us hallelujah if someone hurts you tell them and don't try to hurt them but the other person like I said is really grieving and we've got to find a way to make it better hallelujah we got to find a way to make it better but these people also need patience from us they need patience from us as it was said be patient with me matthew 18 and 26 the man had wronged the king he owed him he owed him the money he owed him something and the king had every right to throw him into jail the king had every right to put him in there and torture him. But what did the man cry out? He said, please have mercy on me. And that's what people are doing to us. They're crying out, please, I know I deserve to be thrown in jail. I know I deserve for you to leave me. I know I deserve for you to get that divorce from me. Hallelujah. But please have mercy on me. I know you should curse me out right now. I know you should tell me off right now. I know you should knock me, I mean, knock a couple teeth out my mouth because of what I said. Ha, ah, but please have mercy on me. And somebody's crying out to you today, please have mercy on me. Practicing patience with another, holding onto the hope and vision for our relationship with them is a true act of compassion we need to invite the Lord into the journey and ask for the courage it takes for us to be patient with another and the understanding needed to see that they too are working through the pain that needs forgiveness we we gotta realize that it's not just us that needs working on it's it's funny how when we're on one side of the coin, you know, we're begging for the forgiveness, just like this man in the story. When, 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 when the shoe is on the other foot, we're begging for mercy. And what happened? Just as soon as that man left, someone with the same exact situation, <laughs> the same exact situation came to him came to him in the same position that he just left asking for mercy but the man didn't give it to him he didn't give it to him 
He did to him what he begged somebody else not to do. Wow. That, that is something else. That is something else that you are, are literally going to punish somebody because now the power is in your hands. So you're going to punish somebody now because they wronged you. But when you were wronged and you wronged somebody else, you begged them for mercy and they gave it to you. And he threw this man and his family in jail. He, he did exactly what he didn't want to be done. But, oh, Bible says you reap what you sow. And this man, after that word got back, as you read in this chapter, as you see in this chapter, he got the word got back to them, to the king. And he said, wow, I just now gave you mercy. I just now gave it to you. And you, in turn, now did not give it to that person. You should have paid that thing forward. How many of us, God shows us mercy day after day. The Bible tells me that his mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Every morning, God gives you another measure of mercy, another measure of grace. And what do we do? When someone has wronged us, we want to write them off. We want to we wanna isolate them. We, we want to just put them asunder. We want to put them under our feet. We want to see them tortured. We want to see them go through. We want to see them hurt. We want to see them just mm, not make it because of the hurt that they've caused you. You want that same hurt to go right back to them. What would you do if God gave you everything you deserve? What would you do if God gave you everything you deserve? Wow. But when the shoe is on the other foot, when we are in the seat of needing mercy, we are begging God to please have mercy on us. Oh, God, please have mercy on us. But when your brother or your sister have wronged you, how much mercy do you give them? Mm. How much grace do you show them? How much grace do you show your husband? How much grace do you show your wife? Mm. Nobody's perfect. We are all humans. We are all humans. But you, we, we, we've got to show love. We've got to show compassion. If you want God to give it to you, you've got to give it to someone else. Yes. And forgiveness is the way to do that. Because guess what? If you don't forgive, what the scripture right here says? It says, this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. I'm not talking about that mouth. I'm not talking about those words I forgive you, and then you still, mm, there she go. Mm -hmm, mm. Somebody stole something from you. You better watch your stuff, because there she go. That's not true forgiveness. Now, listen, I'm not going to be as uh, lenient. <laughs> no, just kidding. But you got to. Show love. And, and listen, if you mean it from your heart, I mean, you got to mean it from your heart. And allow God to do the rest. Allow God to do the rest. Because forgiveness is not for the other person. I know you've heard that so often and so many times, that forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is really for yourself. Hallelujah. Somebody said the power of forgiveness. Second point and last point. The power of forgiveness. When we forgive others, there is a freedom. When we forgive others, there is a freedom where we are no longer shackled 
by our own anger. Hmm. Shackled by our own anger. It moves us from our selfish illusions to a beautiful reality. It is hard work. Trust me, I know. It's hard work. But letting go of the fantasies that we can change the past, mm, that we can change others, or even that we are the ones who can change ourselves, opens room for God to help us. It opens room for God to help us uh, ward off the resentment we feel. Each time we forgive, it paves the way for the next time, mm, for the next time we need to forgive. The more you forgive, the more you forgive. The more you receive forgiveness, the more God will give it to you. The more you will receive more forgiveness. Practicing the courage and patience and letting the Lord into the process of forgiveness becomes like exercising a muscle. It grows stronger and stronger. Together with him, we can come to a point where forgiveness is intuitive, a blessed way to live. Listen, the reflections, the reflections for when you find yourself unwilling to forgive, you know, the things that you begin to think is, do I believe that forgiving requires something of the other person's first? These are things, these are reflections that you would have. You'll find yourself you find yourself unwilling to forgive. You know, is, is there a part of me that wants to entertain the anger? Is withholding forgiveness about my ego? What would forgiveness look like? Is this where I want to stay? Do you want to stay angry all the time? Do you want to remain enemies? Whenever you see the person, do you want that feeling to come up in you? The blood pressure rising? <laughs> I mean, do you, do you really want to live a life like that? No, that's not the way to live. You should be free to go anywhere. People have wronged me many of times. People have said things about me. People have talked about me. People have thought they seen stuff, thought they heard stuff, thought they, and it was all a misunderstanding. Let me tell you. Sometimes you might see something, hear something, or, 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 or feel like it's one way, and it can be totally different. But instead of being man or woman enough to approach that person to ask them, yo, what's up with X, Y, Z? You, you take on these things. You take on this bitterness. Well, I don't know. They're over there talking about me. They're over there saying this and saying that. You take on that stuff in your heart, and every time you see that person, you got something in your heart about them. But you got to be free. Free yourself from all that stuff. Listen, my granddaddy always said, let them talk. Just don't let it be true. So, lastly, when you notice anger and resentments, name the wound. When you see that, that issue, that, that anger, that problem, name the wound. Name it. They hurt you. Say it. Name the trigger. Name it. What, what got you to that place? Mm -hmm. Name the person. Name it. She did X, Y, and Z. Lastly, when you notice anger or resentments in your heart, 
prayerfully let it go. Pray for them. Listen, the best way to, to uh, 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 get someone on your good side, shall I say, is pray for them. I have prayed for so many enemies that I thought was my problem. I, listen, there have been people that I, Lord, I was like, God, this world would be so much better if they wasn't here. This, this world would be so much better if that person was just mute. <laughs> you know, and guess what? Like, like I'm perfect. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm all there. Like, I'm all good. Like, I've, I write everybody. I've, I never wrong nobody. I've never talked about nobody. I've never said anything to nobody. I mean, listen, we all have our history. We all have our past. We all have things that we've done. But you've got to love yourself enough to know that, listen, i got to get over this. I can't pursue. I can't get past this situation unless I get or give or give the, 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 the true hallelujah, the true forgiveness for that person. I'm not going to be able to get over this hump unless I forgive them truthfully and from my heart. The Bible says that you forgive your brother or your sister from your heart. We've got too much stuff in our heart, and we're baking, and it's sitting there, and we're not allowing God to work it out. We've got to set this flesh aside and begin to forgive. Hallelujah. And I am not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying that that journey is going to be like a bed of ease. I'm not saying that this journey is going to be just uh, wonderful. It's going to hurt. Listen, it's going to hurt sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's going to cause some, some, some prayer. It's going to cause some prayer. But you can do it. You can do it. You can do it and say, I forgive you. And when you say that, I forgive you, you are releasing that from your heart. You're releasing that stuff off your shoulders. And not just people, like I said on this past Sunday, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, guess what? I forgive you, self. I forgive you. Hallelujah. We've got to forgive ourselves for holding all that mess for so long. We've got to forgive ourselves for putting people in bondage that did not deserve to be there. Or maybe they did deserve to be there, but we didn't offer grace and we didn't show mercy upon them. So I forgive myself for allowing my, myself to get to that place of not allowing them, hallelujah, to, 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 to be a recipient of forgiveness. But we can come to church and shout and praise God all the time. But we can't walk out there and forgive our coworkers or forgive our bosses or forgive our friends or forgive our family members. We have family members that are jacked up because of some of us saints that that's, that's not even showing forgiveness. And God, our whole Christian journey is based off of forgiveness. This man called Jesus went and died. People beat him and 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 did all kinds of things to him. Oh, what he forgave. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I'm going to die on this cross. Yes, I'm going to take every strike. I'm going to take every piercing. I'm going to take it. God, please forgive them doing it so that they have an opportunity to be forgiven. So we need to turn that thing around and say, you know what? If God could forgive me of all these sins that I've done to him, of all the things that I've done in my life, if he could forgive a wretch undone, a person 
that deserves to be locked up somewhere, if he can forgive me, I certainly can forgive somebody else and then move on from it. Hallelujah. I hope you got something out of the message on tonight. Amen. Um, if you're not busy, come on down on this, this coming Sunday as we close out this uh, month series uh, on this coming Sunday. Our message is going to be entitled, uh, I'm Worth It. I'm Worth It. God bless you. We love you with the love of the Lord. Amen. I pray now that God will continue to have his way. Father, we thank you for these, your people. We thank you for um, every person that is hearing this. We ask, oh God, that you will give us the spirit of forgiveness. God, that you will help us, oh God, to work out our problems, to work out our issues, and to meet them head on. Oh God, we ask that you would just give us the strength to talk to our brothers, to talk to our sisters, to talk to that person that had wronged us. Give us the strength, oh God, that even if we don't communicate, that you would just allow us within our hearts to forgive them. Because I know, we know, God, that we're going to be in that same position one day again that we need someone to forgive us. So God, bless us, touch us, keep us. In Jesus' name we pray and for your glory. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We love you with the love of the Lord. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. God bless you. Amen. This week will be kind to you. God bless you.